Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Plead the Fifth. It's your girl, Mona B. We're happy, excited for a new episode. I know you guys have been anticipating on what we're going to drop next. Hopefully, you stay mm-hmm. tuned to find out. I'm here with my girl. Shay, it's me. Here I go. It has <laughs> been a really long time, like a month or something like that, but it's all right because we're back. Life happens. And um, we're going to be dedicated and motivated, right? Right. Definitely. So, what's new with you? Anything? Um, nothing much. You know, sur- surviving spring break. You know, having your kids out of school for a while is always a lot. Devil. So spring break. <laughs> we made it through the New Year's. Now, you know, it's almost spring. So, love is in the air, as they normally say. Why do they say that? I, I don't know because with spring I think of allergies I'll be congested <laughs> I mean is spring <laughs> the only time we should love like because Valentine's Day is like winter right isn't February yep. still considered winter whatever yeah allergies suck but ain't nothing new around here besides my little puppy came just Aww. out here just trying to make it for real but anyways, we have some good stuff today to talk about. And first, let's talk about dating, which sucks nowadays. It can- I think social media has made it so hard to date. There's so many expectations that people are trying to live up to where they can't yeah. even focus on what the relationship really should be because they're spending too much time comparing themselves to someone else. And it's distracting, too, because it's like... You almost it's distracting. It gives you too many things to look at and to like you said to compare and be like, right. why are you friends with this person? Like, why is this happening? Why is that happening? Like let let shit go. But anyway, so dating with a purpose, which I believe is difficult. Because not everyone's on the same page with dating. Yeah, like we out here, we look, we getting up there, right? So it's like, I feel like you should know what you want at this point. So if you start to date somebody, like you should be dating with the end goal. Like if both of you guys are, you know, you want marriage or you just want to, um, you know, lifelong commitment without the title or without, you know, the paperwork, basically, y'all should be on the same page and from the get go. And so you should be working towards that in your relationship so that when it's time, it's like, all right, this is what it is. Or, you know, will you marry me type of stuff? Some people just be out there dating just to be dating, which is cool too. Like, but you have to make that clear. Like, nigga, if you out here just dating multiple people, then let me know because I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to be on the same page. And I think that that's part of dating with the purpose. That's why I feel communication is very important. Like you said, there's people who are out here just dating, like, I date Angie on one week, Monique on the other, or whatever, you know, the whole DMX line of females uh, Mm. who he was dating. But I feel like that needs to be communicated with the next person because some women are doing the same thing. A lot of people are um, emotional, no, emotionally unattached. So Mm. they can't really give you what what they need and what you need. And if that is not communicated, then... One person is expecting something that the other person isn't. So yeah, it ends in a shit show. 
Like, I know that's what you wanted. Well, I know that's right. what you wanted. So what are we going to do? Go go your opposite ways. Separate because shit ain't going to work. You can't force somebody to want something, especially if they don't want it. Yes. And you can't force yourself to want something that you never desire. Like, if I don't want to remarry, like, I refuse. You know what I'm saying? Then it's like, whomever I'm with, I'm going to have to let them know. Like, look, before we start this, I have no desire to get married. Like, I just don't. I, I'll i be, you know, committed to someone. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, have a, a lifelong partnership or whatever relationship. But as far as, like, signing the paper you know, making it official, official, I don't want to do that. Because then that gives that person the opportunity and the, you know, to decide if they want to move forward with it. Like, I think that's where a lot of people mess up too, is they don't have those conversations. Like, what what are you here for? You just here for a good time or a long time? Like, what is it? Which, But then even dating with a purpose, even if marriage is the end goal for everyone, a lot of things are not communicated prior to the marriage and the two people going into the marriage are not healed because one way or not necessarily, it doesn't always happen, but a lot of marriages, they end up failing because of money, you know? So I feel mm-hmm. like if you have a strong foundation and you communicated with your partner and y'all both healed, then that's something you can overcome. Yeah. I feel like you can overcome anything if you really want to like, I really, unless it's a hard no, it's a hard pass for you. It's one of those non-negotiables. Like, I feel like you can really, um, you can move, you can move past anything if you just try, if both people are trying, if both people communicate, effective communication, like, don't half-ass talk to me. Don't tell me half story. Like, if you don't want it, I don't, you know, then just, then say that. Cause at the end of the day, one of us is going to be pissed off. <laughs> or hurt you know I definitely agree and I also feel like there shouldn't be any secrets I think that's excuse me something that is damaging for any relationships like some stuff you do keep to yourself yeah but if it's a secret that you know would affect your relationship then it's something that you should explain to your partner or if you're going around here being malicious doing all kind of crazy stuff like I feel like you should have your partner in mind when you move. Like, because yeah. a lot of people would just be out here doing everything and not knowing how their partner is going to feel about it. Yeah. And I think that that lets you know, that should let the other person know, like, you know what? I don't think we're on the same page. Like, we're not thinking the same way as far as this relationship goes, because, you know, this person, they still acting like they living for themselves or not living for themselves. But you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever they do is just for them like no we in a relationship I thought we was working towards something so you should include me like especially if it's something that can affect me you know what I'm saying like no we need to talk about this but it is those tough questions and so I do kind of guess um the other day we were talking about uh what like what will change as far as like when you're dating and then you get married so and I said nothing changes mm-hmm. I think I still stand on that but I think there is some things, not necessarily that changes, but that you open up more like, you know, you um, let the other person into deeper things, I guess, like you wouldn't share your bank statements with, you know, someone you just met or, you know, saying that may even be something that you don't share, you know, your financials or 
things like that with, you know, your boyfriend, especially if y'all haven't been together that long and you don't know where it's going to, but then, you know, your spouse, y'all become one. So then it's like, yeah, I need to let you in on this because I need some help paying these folks off or something like. Right. So yeah, it does change things, but I don't feel like your, um, like your attitude or like the things that you do for the other person. I don't feel like that should change because I'm not going to love you even more. Like if I love you, I'm gonna love you, but us being married, it's not going to change my love for you. I guess it's just going to let me know that, you know, it's like the real, the real deal, I guess. I don't know. See, I, I mean, I definitely agree with the difference between dating and courting because as a girlfriend, there's limitations on what I could do and what I could provide for you. But if we're growing, like if we're just dating and our end goal is marriage, then you're taking on other responsibilities that um, you wouldn't do if you were just a girlfriend. So like you said, like, say I had a huge college debt, right? Yeah. If we're planning on being married, I don't want to go in there with debt. So I wouldn't expect my man to pay it for me. But, you know, normally a man doesn't want to see you struggle. So he's going to assist you on that. So it makes your life easier. Because I feel like when you're a wife, your whole goal is to make their life easier. Not saying a girlfriend shouldn't, but there's just certain things that you don't have to necessarily do just as a girlfriend. Yeah. And your debt becomes um his dad and vice versa because when y'all go and try and buy a house you know what i'm saying like both y'all names gonna be on it they're gonna pull, pull both of your credit you know credit right. report whatever you go buy a vehicle both of y'all names on it they're gonna pull both of y'all stuff you know what i'm saying like it's y'all in this together so you don't necessarily expect that person to pay or whatever but it's stuff that needs to be put out on the table like look this is where i'm at yeah i just want you to know what you're dealing with you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to take care of it or whatever, but just know if we try to get something together, like, hmm, it might, you know, it's up in the air. It may not work or it may work. Right. Know. Cause you, it might be okay dating a man who has 10 kids with four baby mamas and he's nah. on child support Mm-mm. with three. I'm just no. saying, some people out there living that, not me personally, you know, I got a limit. But, but say he is a really good man, he takes care of all those kids but he's on child support, that debt, once you become a wife, becomes yours. Mm, Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So it's just like things that you have to look at or not, let's not even put it all on men. Women come with their own baggage too. Like, oh yeah. Two kids, two different baby daddies. Like, can he mentally handle that? Yeah. Because that could be a lot. Right. That could be, but you know, I don't know. I only got one, thank God, but I got one too. And knock it, on wood, that's it. That's all I needed. You know what? I think I'm done too. But uh, anyways, I don't know. I just think that, and I think that like now, like when I look at myself, like, you know, from the outside looking in and I'm like, okay, I'm 33. And then I think like when my mom was 33, I'm like, man, my mama was like more put together than I am. Like she wasn't like, it's just, I don't know. It's just weird. I feel like we're, um, like us you know as a a generation or whatever like our maturity level is not at our age I guess you know I'm trying to say like I don't know so a lot of people are just out here just wilding now just they they with a purpose for what get married for what you know what I'm saying like I think the um idea and the like 
not purpose, but the idea of marriage has been tarnished, I think, for us, our generation. It's changed too with the generation that we live in and the access that we have to so much stuff because like, you know, everyone says it's like, well, my grandma and my grandpa have been married for 50 years, but your grandpa got a kid out of wedlock and all this other stuff. Like, yeah, it looks good. They've been married for 50 years, but you got to think your grandma Ernest, she didn't have access. (laughs) Not grandma Ernie. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't have access to Instagram and it was no cell phones right she couldn't track everything that his man's doing women like that's the thing too like I don't want to be a detective in my relationship and that's why Ernest was able to put up with Mr. Charlie and all the stuff that he went through because she didn't know not saying that I want to be blind to the fact that you're out here doing whatever but they didn't have that so that tarnishes a lot of relationships too where like some some people get mad about people commented on their spouse's pictures or hearting it and all that and I'm like to me I don't feel like that's nothing bad unless you know y'all in the dms then then we have a problem and it depends on what you say hell because don't be out there talking about oh you look good girl or whatever and you know we have mutual friends and stuff and they see talking see, about like that Mm-mm. i'm kind of iffy about that because like me I no, don't, don't you actually, can't say you look good hard eyes hard eyes well yeah you know? that that's something because i'll be like oh girl you look, winky good, or, face. Oh, you look good boy you know but a lot of people like need that self-confidence so they they run to social media to boost their self-esteem or you know so i know that so I heart everybody say, you could be looking halfway decent and I'll still heart it and make you like, I know that heart because some people live off of their likes where if someone mm. hurts mine, I'd be like, oh, okay, thanks. But I know people I've personally seen, I'd be like, oh, I only got 150 likes. Like, 150? Yeah, people are so like mesmerized of what social media is and they're obsessed with that social media fame like you're not really that person like why are you letting these people who don't know like I I care more when people I really interact with like mine because like, oh she's seen me oh he's seen me okay but I mean I don't going back to what I was saying like I don't feel like it's a big thing unless you're just doing too much on social media. If you like in every single picture this person is uploading and it's been up for 10 seconds. <laughs> they like, got do you that like alert. The notification on? <laughs> yeah. You got the notifications on. You know when they go gonna post. <laughs> That's so yeah. my question to you is do you think that you should follow your spouse on social media? Um, I don't know. Like I um I don't know like I did and it wasn't a problem but I also don't feel like it was necessary like I've been in relationships where you know we don't have each other on social media because it can cause um unnecessary uh arguments or problems because it may not even be like that because you don't really know what's going on behind the scene like I feel like it's just all about trust too yeah that's a big thing trust is a huge thing yeah because like if I see you say you know we friends on social media or whatever 
and I see you going back and forth with someone or whatever. I don't know if y'all, that may be like your third cousin or something, but I'm just saying that it's a female. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> so you you don't really know everything that's going on. Right. Because I, I don't know your whole family. Then I'm here tripping with you and this girl and come find out it is your third cousin. Yeah. So no, I don't know. I don't feel like, I don't feel like it's necessary. Just like those people, like I always, um, I hate when I see joint accounts. Well, not hate it, but I think it's so funny when it's like Bobby and Bobby and 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 Sarah Lee, because it's like, so which one of y'all done messed up? Like, why y'all have a joint right. account? Who, I think that too. Like, who is the cheating? <laughs> exactly. Who don't trust who? And then they when they comment on people's statuses, like, oh, you look good today, dash Bob, or <laughs> you know, nice nice haircut dash sarah like yeah i i mean i could say like just let's say the mcgraws like that's the couple's name if it's just like that then okay and it's like you your family a family page yeah y'all post uh family pictures vacations all that i get it but if you're using our family page as your personal page no get your own personal page yeah I don't know. People be doing some weird stuff. So speaking of dating with a purpose, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So say you're with someone and y'all been dating for a while. Well, first off, like how how um long do you have to be dating a person before you have sex with them? Um, honestly, me personally, I like. I'm do you think? Do you think it's? Do you think it's like a, a um? This should be like Time a standard line? time or something. Yeah. No, I don't feel like it's a timeline. I feel like it's different for each couple. Um, but then the vibe has to be there. Like, like if y'all both are feeling it, then go ahead. Do your thing. It could be the second date. Mm. But let's say, I, I, me personally, I haven't. But that's because I feel like I have, I, I have to be mentally connected to you first. So that takes time and communication for me because that's the only way she gonna she gonna work right like if mm-hmm. the mental's not there she ain't gonna open up mm-hmm. so because like say you're in a relationship with someone <clears throat> excuse me and y'all are, are going through it and you're mentally out of the relationship to me personally and in my own personal experience if I'm mentally out of the relationship sex ain't gonna happen what? and if we do it and if we do it it's not gonna be the same like I'm gonna be like, damn, his dick ain't that big. Or Ooh. you really Ooh. do it like that? Because I'm already mentally out of this relationship. Oh wow. I just physically ain't walked away. So, but going back to what you said, there, there shouldn't be a time limit. It's just if y'all both feel like it's right and you're vibing, then go ahead. I don't knock anybody for having sex on the <clears throat> excuse me, the first day, because first off, we grown. Right. And wait, what? And is, we have, we all have needs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and what if you've dated this person for seven months, and then you finally do it, and then it's like, uh, uh-uh, that ain't it. <laughs> so could you marry someone without having nope. sex with them? <laughs> yeah, you gotta finish it. Nope. <laughs> you don't think so? 
Um, oh, you know so. I just don't think I could really do it. Even if we, because if I'm going to marry you, I am going to have that mental connection with you. But if you get in the bed and you just in and out and just like doing all kind of crazy stuff like you've seen in a porno that ain't real, get off of me, sir. Okay, but that's stuff that you can work on. Like you can teach him. Yes, if he's teachable. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. Do you, oh, do you believe I love at first sight? At first sight? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's possible. I don't believe. I don't I think, think it's I don't think it's love. I think it's very much lust. Yeah. And it can grow into love. Like, yeah. have you ever met someone and be like, oh yeah, I want them? Oh yeah. Yes. And and then just like everything about them, just like, oh yeah. Just like their little smile, their little quirky things they do. It's just like you love it. Yeah. So I mean But that's not love. That's just like no, it's mm-hmm. no, not never necessarily love at first sight. I agree love is blind though. Elaborate. Um because me. Personally, I'm pro-black. I could never be with anything but a black person. But mm-hmm. love is blind. There's people who fall in love with people from different races, um, all kind of stuff. And it's just solely b- based on the love that they build. Yeah. So, Or like, whenever I hear like love is blind, I think of, you know, like um, you love someone so much that you like, not ignore but you well yeah you like you ignore their major ass flaws like you let them do whatever whenever just because you love them so like love is like blinding you from the fucking obvious like this nigga slapping you around and you talking about you love him but like no he don't love you back like it's blinding you know what i'm saying like that's always what i think of but i don't believe in love at first sight i don't think it's I don't think it's possible. Like I've seen some some pretty damn attractive men, but I'm be like, oh my god, like you know, he's so fine, but never like, oh, or you know, I've met people like anyone that I've been in a relationship with. Oh no, I lie. Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> I was like, what is you saying? I was about to say like that the first time I saw them, I was like, oh, my, like I want, like I need to be with him. But that was in college and it wasn't too much to pick from. But like, you know, like the person that I'm like in love with, I did not like when I first met them at all. So love had never been so I ain't like the person. Like I couldn't stand them. Like I just I could not stand them. And uh it just took time, I guess. It took time. Like it had from I had to like not be able to see that person every day. Like in school or whatever. And then I'm like, yo, like I I that's it right there. Like, you know, I free I love that person. Whatever. But I never had that type of experience. I never had a love at first sight thing, like where I just saw someone else and just knew it like that. I wanted to be with that person for the rest of my life. I mean in college I thought so, but you know, I was in college. You do a lot of things in college that you probably shouldn't do some that you should <laughs> a lot I think that you it's, should <laughs> okay so my question do you think it was more of 
the person's vibe that you fell in love with? Because me, in my situation, I would say it wasn't love at first sight, but ever since I met him, it's always been such a cool vibe, you know? Uh, and I think I'm such a vibey person. Like, that's a big thing for me. Like, how do you make me feel? Not, not necessarily saying that you control my happiness because I need to be happy on my own. But, like, if you hype my happiness every time I'm around you, then that's a plus. Hmm. Yeah, that's a big plus. Yes. Which is which is hard for me because I'm so used to being so standoffish or putting my guard up. And if you're able to break that down and get on the inside, then that's something that I really need and appreciate in the person that I'm dealing with. Yeah, because you're actually taking the time. Because some people be like, you know what? Mm-mm. Don't ever got time to peel back all them damn layers and yeah, you don't want to talk, you don't want to talk. Like, you want to, like, act that way. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that person really wants to get to know you. Like, they really see something in you or whatever. And they want to put forth that effort because they go into it not knowing how you're going to be. Like, is this going to be an easy pill back or a hard one? You know what I'm saying? Like, how hard is it going to be to crack that shell open? Bust it right. wide open. But going back to dating with purpose, if you are going to date with, date somebody and you're trying to move towards marriage, you have to be willing to pull back the layers of what makes that person mm-hmm. who it is because there's so many different people out here who can't have a successful relationship because they haven't healed from their childhood. Yeah. Mm. Childhood trauma. Right. That's a different, that's a whole nother episode. It is another episode, but, yeah. but I'm just saying like, yeah. ooh, Jesus. That and, right you can't, and you can't bring the luggage and, and comparisons from your past relationships like and I had to think about that too like even in a bad way or a good way I don't feel like you should do that like you know my ex never did this and now this person that I'm with does that because now you're putting them up on a high ass pedestal and what if you know tomorrow they let your ass down then you're gonna be like this ain't it right just off of just off of one you know one um one thing so yeah you gotta leave that baggage where you left that relationship or where you should have <laughs> left it or where you need to leave it go take it back put it back down because that's a sure way to ruin whatever you think you might have or could possibly have i answered the question about not having sex i mean not being able to marry somebody that i didn't have <laughs> sex with what about yeah. you um i'm gonna have to plead the fifth on that oh, okay yes because uh, my hoish ways will not come out in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I think I could. I think I could, though. But no, mm, I take that. No, hmm. I think I can because. Like the thought s- of an arranged marriage where, you know, we don't really have no foundation and then we get married and then on that night we have sex oh no I don't know I think I can because that's kind of like I don't know and, and I, I'm not a hoe by no means let me put that out there because I said hoish ways and you know people take stuff and run with it but 
I um I think I can because like you your attachment to sex is mentally mental mm-hmm. and mine isn't. So it's like I mean I could work with whatever's in front of me. You know, I'm gonna make sure I'm good. Y'all know about you. <laughs> but right. I, I mean I definitely agree. Nobody owes you an orgasm. You gotta get your own. Yeah. So I think I could. I but, really do. I don't okay, nobody owes me an orgasm, but I want you to be able to get me there too. Like sometimes I'm lazy. Sometimes I just want you to go to pound town and I'm just a passenger. Oh wow. I'm just being serious. Shit, so I, you I don't so you don't you don't want to drive all the time. No, sometimes I'm tired and my legs hurt. Oh, I got some cream. <laughs> Let me rest. So but <laughs> if it's just someone like you sleep with them and like imagine sleeping with somebody and they on top of you just being all sweaty and they just out there thinking mm. they do oh my god think they doing the most and back there <laughs> slapping your ass and shit and i'm like what is you doing all that for you ain't doing nothing what is you hitting but that's when you have to instruct them and let them know like yo bro i don't like that <laughs> like adjust your body like tilt this way like hold your head up or something <laughs> That goes back to communication too. They have to be open to communication yeah. and sex too. A lot have of people yeah. talk about mm. talk about it. Yeah. Have you ever had to tell someone like, "Hey, what you just did?" Uh-uh. Okay. That wasn't it. I almost said their name too. Oh yes, I have. Like, no, nah, don't do that again. Just, just lay back. Let me do it. But how do you say that? Like, how do you tell someone that? what they're doing to you is not what you want. Like, I don't, I don't see how there would be an easy way. I don't think I've, I've never had to say it like, Hey, uh, nah, but like telling someone like, Oh, you know, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, this is my favorite position or when you do it this way, like that hits my spot this way, whatever, like that. I don't feel like that's the same way as being like, yo, what you just did. Don't ever do that shit again. Like, I, I think it just depends on the person because the person that, messed up like that i just uh-uh, don't do that again i don't like that and you drooled don't do that a little saliva but, ain't never hurt nobody no uh-uh, don't be on top of me drooling because your mouth is open <laughs> that is nasty why is his mouth open he can't I, breathe i don't know what his problem was he's but anyway <laughs> uh you said what he's a mouth breather I okay. see, but don't do that on me. Use your nose, baby. Breathe I want you nose. to die. Die until I get mine. <laughs> um, but if it's somebody I'm really feeling, um, now I've learned to communicate that off tops. Mm. Is like tell them what I like and what I kind of expect because everybody likes something. And then with men too, the man that I'm in a relationship with, I want him to tell me what you like because I think most people go into their relationship, especially like the sexual part of it, doing what the last person likes. So I don't want to go in there doing this twist or turn and you don't like that. No, tell me what makes you feel good. Yeah, how far you want my leg to go back? Look, it can only go so far. Oh, I'm double jointed. <laughs> but anyways <laughs> not like that i mean like it can only go so far then shit i need to breathe i'm a bigger girl 
I got these titties in my face, my legs behind my neck. I'm gonna die during this session. Give me that mask over there, so I the oxygen mask. I need to breathe a little right. bit. Take a few puffs. Okay, yeah, I get that. So, but it's, but that's that, another I mean, t- but that's another tough conversation to have too. Sex is because men like sex ego and ego go hand Man. in hand with men, and Man. I've learned I kind of have a problem with that too. Like my sex and ego goes the same way so if i came where i known i'm able to complete an act in so much time with one person that the next person it takes them a little bit longer i'm like what the fuck's wrong with you why <laughs> do you not like so this long? right but that's why i feel like during sex communication needs to be happening during the time like tell me how you like that tell me what you don't like oh you want me to do this you want me to do that you know what i'm saying yeah so Mm, I, guess. I mean not I guess but yeah I get it but it is hard to know to have those tough conversations because you don't never know how the person's going to react and I think that's my problem too and not just in relationships but like friendships any type of relationship like it's not that I'm like scared of their reaction but I'm like man I just want like what is the person going to say and because I'm somewhat of a people pleaser that is like if I say the wrong thing and like express my feelings this way or even tell them like hey you know when you did that or when you said that like it ain't really sit well with me right you know then or whatever then they're gonna like walk away or they're gonna blow up or whatever so I think that's that's my problem having tough conversations with people in general because shit is hard to me in a relationship and friendship and anything but but it has to be had especially if you want the relationship to be successful your, you know, any type of relationship, because if I keep doing something and it really bothers you, you're going to end up pulling back from me. And then I'm going to wonder what the hell's going on. And it's because I did something or I said something that you didn't appreciate. But like you said, those conversations need to be had. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're tough, but if it's a solid relationship, then they should be able to accept what is said and they know that you're not coming from a malicious place. You're just expressing how you feel. Because, you know, there's some people who don't allow you to express how you feel. It's all about them. Where I can't do that. Like, if I can't tell you how I feel, but I always got to listen to what you say. But what about me? Yeah. Like, and I always tell people, like, you don't have to understand where I'm coming from. You don't have to agree where I'm coming from. But I don't feel like it's hard to validate someone's feelings because it's their feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like when people are grieving or when they mad at you for something or you hurt them some type of way, you can't tell someone how long to grieve. You can't tell someone how long to be hurt and you can't tell someone how bad it should hurt them. Yeah. So sometimes that's why I hold back on some of that stuff too. Like, man, you ain't about to judge me off my soft ass feelings because I'm very sensitive and I don't know. I just be just, taking stuff accepting it whatever but well you can't do that either i know that kind of went to the left but uh anyways let's bring it back to the right so. <laughs> i digress <laughs> right i forgot anyways oh uh, okay so i saw this one meme and it says did you know that lack of attention backwards says find a new nigga or oh, i'm about to get a new nigga something like that I thought that was pretty funny. So do you think that lack of attention can make you fall out of love with somebody? 
Um, I don't think lack of attention can make you fall in love. You'll still love them, but I feel like it's something you necessarily need. Like, as much as I say, I don't need it. I like it. Yeah, and everyone. You, you everyone wants to feel seen. Yeah, you become accustomed to it. So it's just like if you go from seeing each other every day and then now y'all see each other once a week or once a month, then you'll be like, damn, is there somebody new? Yeah, did What's I do something? On? Right. But I can understand like life happens. So if you don't have time for me because you're with your kids or you're at work, like I get that. But, if but you're that's giving- what you communicate communicate that definitely yeah but if you're telling me you're busy and you don't have time for me but then you're out with your friends then I'm like well damn I was gonna say something but I had to catch myself because I forgot that this is a podcast but I mean I've heard some crazy ones but I I just didn't want to offend nobody (laughs) that's good I'm glad yeah I caught myself but yeah I think that it can, I think that so this is how I would see it happening in my in a relationship that I was in right or that I that I would be in hypothetically so lack of attention right so I'm I do need attention right but I need it in like a different way like I need you to um not like I do have to see you every day if we like that right like if we start off seeing each other every day then I'm gonna need to see you every day like, I need to touch you every day. I need to see you. I need to talk to you. I need to hear from you every day, right? And so it changes. And, like, I go, we go from seeing each other every day to seeing each other every other day. So I'm going to have an attitude. But I'm not going to tell you that I have an attitude. But I'm going to have an attitude. You're going to know something's wrong. You're going to ask me what's wrong. I'm going to say nothing. Then you're going to have an attitude. You're going to be mad. Then you ain't going to want to deal with me. And then it just goes to a whole a snowball, to a whole lot of unnecessary stuff. But that's because I, I hate being direct with people sometimes. But it is going to make me, I think it will make me um, not fall out of love, but like look at you differently, especially because not only did you ignore me, but it depends on how you react to my feelings and my emotions and how I express myself. Because like, I don't know, if you like shut me down or like cut me off or, you know, you go, I'm telling you how I feel and you, you know, jump up, drop off the deep end and you start popping off then it's like well damn I can't even express my feelings like all right cool I have plenty of feelings like I can't just shut them off who am I supposed to express them to if not you right see but this relationship I think is different like I want to see him every day oh but I know right cute but (laughs) other relationships I was like would you get away from me and it's because I'm disgusted with you but even in this relationship, I say I want to see him every day, but I need my own space too. Mm, I don't know. Like every relationship, not like every relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend that I've been in, I, I want to see you every day. I want to see you every day. I want to talk to you every day. And I want to touch you every day. Every day, because if you're not touching me, who you touch it? And that's like insecurities too, which I know, which you know, I have to address uh, at a later date, but whatever. But if you're not seeing me, who you seeing? If you're not talking to me, who you talking to? If, if I ain't touching you, who the fuck's touching you? But you know, it's kind of crazy to think that way, but 
I need to see you every day. And if I can't see you every day, you know, because like we different places or it's just not possible, then I for damn sure better talk to you every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, as long as I'm talking to you every day, like you're giving me attention somehow, like it necessarily doesn't have to be physical because, you know, I'm a mother and I work and, Mm -hmm. you know, got my little side hustle, whatever. So I can't give you all my time, but we live in a generation now where we have cell phones. It don't take that long to text. And unless you're asleep, you shouldn't be waiting two hours to text me back. Exactly. And I really think that why I need attention has a lot to do, like when I'm, I think about it, like, I don't think I, I got as much attention as I should have gotten when I was growing up or as I think I got when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I need attention. Like now I need that right now. You need to show me attention. You need to do for me. You need to. Yeah. I need that now. I think with me being the middle child, like I got a man, me too. I was a middle child too, man. That middle child syndrome is real. I mean, but I got the attention because I was a middle child. Like, never mind. Well, I don't feel like (laughs) I was neglected because I feel definitely like my mom gave me a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's like if I didn't have my mom, I can always lean on my brother, or you know, if I'm dealing with my sister, then I can lean on my sister. So I got attention somehow. So, oh, I was about to go into a whole nother subject on about men, but anyways, I don't feel like I lack attention, and I maybe that's why I kind of isolate myself from men when we're in relationships is the lack of a father, you know, like yeah. so my father's not there, I expect a man to leave, or this is too good to be true like why are you why are you doing all this? Mm-hmm. You got to leave in a little bit anyways. But I know that now. And since I recognize that if you're with someone, you have to be able to express that to them and have them understand it. Like if I send, if I'm standoffish or whatever the case may be, this is why. So that's another dating with a purpose. Like I want you to understand my, my ways. So you don't think like, oh, I'm not with you. I'm not talking with you. I just need a second. Yeah. Some people don't understand that or respect that. Like, let me breathe for a minute. Oh, please. Oh, my gosh. I used to date this man who wanted my every whim all my time. I was like, and I liked him. So, you know, I would give him a lot of my time. But then I was like, now looking back at it, it was exhausting. Like, to always be that person for someone. Uh-oh. Hello? No, I'm still here. Um, Oh, you, you cut off. Yeah. I think we're going to talk about this again on another episode, but just being the strong person all the time. Like I felt with him, like he would unload so much onto me without seeing if I was able to take that on. Mm. Yeah. You got to check with the other person. Like, Hey, can you handle my shit right now? Right. And that's kind of like what and, we do. And if they say no, I need you to respect that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have an yeah, we do. And I have another friend like that. Like he'll hit me and be like, Hey, do you do you have space for my for me right now? And if I do, I'll say yes. And if I don't, I'll say no. And he respects that. He'll try again tomorrow. Hey, you know, do you have do you have space for me and, and what I'm going through right now? Like, yeah, I got it. Come on, what's up? 
and vice versa. You have to respect people's mental capacity because you don't want to look. I respect someone's mental capacity because I don't want to be the person to push them over, or I don't want to be the reason why they, you know, go into a, a deeper depression or feel even worse about whatever it is. And because you don't know, people carry other people's um, burdens. Like you lay right. everything out on me, and then I'm carrying everything I got, and I got everything you got on me, and I got everything, you know this other person got on me it's like now I can't even breathe because I'm carrying the weight of five people because I I couldn't say no yeah man my favorite thing nowadays is to say no man I have to learn to say no and stand on my no because I will say no and go back on it like man no no yeah maybe that's too the stand on my no (laughs) yeah but i say no a lot more so maybe that you know hopefully they'll listen the first time but if it's somebody who's pushing they ain't gonna take no for an answer but, especially they know you like man she'll never say no i'm about to ask her again right. in 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> she tripping man it'd be like, like that. i'll be back yeah some kids like that i was gonna say something i completely forgot oh, my memory though but yeah, man. I think lack of attention can definitely change the relationship. I need attention, but I need my space at the time at the same time. Like if I tell you I can't talk about something right now, I need you to come and check in like 10 minutes and ask me if I'm ready. Ask me if I'm still doing all right or whatever. Cause then I know you still care about me. Like you can give me space, but I know you still I want to know that you still care, that you're still ready when I'm ready, or you're still available. Like Oh no! Right. Oh no! And that can be kind of going off of that. Uh, going back to communication too. Like, say y'all get in a disagreement. I'm big on let me step away and then come back if if it's heated. Yeah. Because I know me and I know my mouth, and when I'm upset, I'm reckless. So yeah. if you're somebody I really care about. I respect you enough not to blow up on you and say something I normally wouldn't say. So you have to respect enough to give me time so I can come back to the issue and explain it to you the the best way that I know how. Because if you ask me when you when I'm first mad, hmm? look, get real disrespectful. I'm about, about, I'm about to be talking about Ernestine too here in a second. Uh oh, not Ernie. Dang. <laughs> not good old so, Ernie. I feel like communication has to be the number one thing in every relationship if it's going to work. Yeah, of course it does, but some people don't really want to talk because they're scared. I, That's my problem, at least, but anyways, it's all good. You, I mean, but you have to think like women are more emotional so we know how to express how we're feeling like oh i'm upset right now because of this or um whatever the case may be i'm happy sad whatever men like they're told not to express their feelings and i get it but with me you don't have to tell me i can't read your mind yeah you I, don't can know, be smiling sometimes I... I mean fucked up inside yeah Sometimes I lose my words or I feel so embarrassed about my feelings that I'm like, you know what, this person, like, like whomever it is, like, they're not going to understand me or they don't think it's stupid. Like, 
so I just won't say anything and then I'll just keep holding everything in and then something the smallest like thing will happen and then I just blow up and it'd be like you tripping over that like no Nick I'm tripping over like the 10 things that's been happening that I haven't said anything to anyone about because you know I'm afraid that someone is gonna you know not afraid but like I don't want to feel like I'm crazy or whatever because no one's going to validate my feelings because they don't make sense to them stuff like that like that's why I don't really address a lot of things which also but saying no that's a good practice and that leads into um, another question or another topic I guess about um, being the strong friend and how can you say no I would feel guilty I feel guilty like I feel really guilty if I can't do something for someone that I'm like I know this person expects me to be able to do this whatever and if I say no or if I expect myself to be able to be there for this person or whatever and if I say no then what are they going to think like how are they going to look at me like are they still going to want to be my friend? <laughs> are you still going to care about me? Like, no. If they don't care about you because you're saying no for your own sanity or because you just can't do something and, and they mad at you for that, then they're not really your friend or they're not really the person for you. True. Like, that, you just have to respect how people feel. Like, and I was going to say prior to that, like, I need an explanation on why someone says no. But then again, are they obligated to even give that to me? Mm. Like, say you'd be like, I need to borrow something. And they'd be like, no. Like, you necessarily don't have to tell me why. Yeah. But. I be wanting to know why. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. I want to know why, but it's like, Sometimes you just have to respect that no. Like, yeah. Just like you tell your kids, because I said so. <laughs> right. Which I think shouldn't always happen because kids, kids are humans too. They have feelings too. So you can't just, I mean, you can say because I said so, but sometimes I still feel like they deserve or not deserve, but they should have an explanation because it might prevent them from doing whatever it is another time like you know what i'm saying oh i can't she's gonna say no because i shouldn't do that because xyz but not you know what i'm saying i'm gonna do it because maybe she just said no because she ain't oh she was mad or something like she was mad at daddy or she was whatever right so i feel like i don't know i think i i think everything's situational but you know i mean i agree you don't owe every, you don't owe people a reason for your no. You don't owe it to them. You can definitely give it to them if you feel like you should, but you don't owe it to nobody. You don't owe Going back a explanation. To being the strong friend, mm-hmm. that's a role that I could no longer take upon myself. Like I'll still be there for help and guidance, but I just can't be there to solve people's problems anymore, especially in my situation where I am now in life. Like I'm working on my own life. Mm-hmm. I can't give you all the answers if I don't have the answer myself. Where before, even if I didn't have the answer, 
I'm going to make sure you're okay going out of my way and go, like you said, being a strong friend, you're taking on everybody's situation. So you could have four or five people leaning on you and that's a lot. And who you going to lean on? Right. The wall? Because you can't hold yourself up. uh, I heard this podcast because I normally say like, you can't pour into an empty cup if your cup is already empty. And I like the way that she said, but what is the shape of the cup? Like what state is that cup in? Like you could still be pouring in somebody's cup, but it got a hole in it. It's crunched. Like, because you're taking on so much other people's stuff. Mm. But your cup is still empty. your, Your cup is empty but that cup could be tattered. So being a strong friend, I think sometimes you lack self because you're selfless, because you want to help everybody else. And you need to take more self-care of yourself if that's the role you want to play. Or if you want to just extend your hand out to someone, you have to make sure that you're 100% first. And a lot of people don't don't me too like I could be in a fucked up situation and be on my last $100 or something oh I need $25 for a bill you know what here here you go when it shouldn't be that way yeah yeah I've done the same and I keep telling myself I'm not gonna do that no more don't ever don't ever put yourself in a bad situation because of someone else's bad situation like you, you can't do that because how you gonna right. get out of it you got the, they out of it now who you gonna who gonna get you out nobody so yeah Mm-mm. but I feel like you should still I you should still be supportive to your friend spouse whoever it is whoever looking to you for your strength but there's limitations to it and you have to explain to them what you can and cannot do like Hey, I can be here if you need someone to talk to, if you want to come over and eat, if you want to do this, but I can't do this. Yeah, but then, and when you do stuff like that, you also have to pay attention and you have to look out for those manipulators because someone can will talk you talk you right into that yes and you don't even know it. Yeah, because they, they know because they because they know you. That's why we said, you know, you say no and you stand on that no. So sometimes I no I don't, I'm not gonna give you a chance to, to ask me again or to ask me a different way or to try and talk me talk to me you know talk me into it into a yes like nah nope I sure can't I'll talk to you later bye <laughs> that's it <laughs> like but it's hard but it's a necessity your mental health is should be your top priority because you can't tear take care of nobody that you need to like your kids or you know what I'm saying like your people who depend on you like that because they cannot do for themselves you can't take care of them if you're not if you're not taking care of yourself like, just like you said pouring into you can't pour into someone's cup and your cup is dry as hell like what you pouring into the air Imagine imagination possibilities like no <laughs> but you know some people would want you to pour that air in there you know i ain't got nothing in this cup and you still taking my air 
Cause yeah, man, they will drain you past dry. Mm-hmm. Drain you into evaporation or something like. <laughs> and you have to walk away from those people. But it's hard. It's so hard. It's hard to walk away from people. Kinda. Oh, it depends. I guess. I shouldn't say that. It's hard to walk away from someone who you don't want to like. You like, man, you know what? I know they have potential to do this and that. Oh, no, don't. Do not say that P word. Man, that was one of my biggest mistakes. Don't fall for nobody's potential because that's your your um, expectation or whatever. Like I said before, I think I said in, in the previous in another episode, like that's what their potential, the potential you see in somebody is what you would do if you were in their situation, not necessarily what they're going to do. Like, that's like me saying, man, you know, if I was you, I would be doing this and that because you can do that. But mm-hmm. you want to do that and this. You don't want to do this and that, you know, so that's what I would do if I was you, but not what you want to do. Begin you. So yeah, man, potential is a setup. But you know, going back to dating with purpose, a lot of people are blinded by the situation that they're in because they see the potential, mm-hmm. which ends up hurting them. Like, oh, he has the potential to do this. She has the potential to do that. But it's just like, are they showing you? Like, if you're not showing me any action, then mm-mm. You can potentially right. get the fuck out of my life. Huh? <laughs> you, you just full of you full of thoughts, but no like plan. Like, no, stop, stop. What are you doing? Like you thinking a whole lot, but you ain't doing nothing. A whole lot of thoughts with no um work is just that. A thought. Like put it on paper, do something about it. Because look, I've stayed in a few relationships on potential. Like they have this great attribute and they do this, but it's like, you're not pleasing me though. Mm. Because you have the potential to be what I want you to be because I see these certain things, but you can't do the simple thing. Man. So if someone can't do the simple things, they cannot do the complex things. Or right. they just don't want to. Because some people can do the simple things. Because it's simple, like something really small, but they just don't do it. Like what's important to me may not be important to you, but I feel like you should put it, you know, you should think something of it because you care for me or you love me or whatever. Like, uh. I don't know. I definitely feel like when you're dating you have to be aware of the other person's feelings yeah that's like what I said earlier you don't have to agree with what I feel or agree with what I said but I don't feel like validation does not um equate freaking agreeance you know what I'm saying like you don't have to agree with me but you can say you know what I'm saying you 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 know you write for feeling how you feel I feel like, you know, no, don't even tell me what you feel like. Cause it ain't about you right now. Just tell me, you know, you write for how you feel. I'm sorry. If you feel that I did this or whatever, I didn't mean to make you feel that way. Or I didn't mean for it to come off that way. Or, you know, if that's how you perceived it, I, I'm sorry. How could I have said it a different way? 
Right. How could I how could I say it to where you know you don't take it that way so that next time something like this happens, I know how to come at you. That's freaking that's how you solve the problems right there. How could I how could I have said it better? I need to write that down. <laughs> I I think I've learned to be aware of people's feelings and being emotional, emotionally intelligent to how they feel. If that if that even makes sense. My emotional intelligence has grown from when I was 24-year-old Mona to who I am now. Because then I really didn't care. It was all about self. Like, but at the same time, I try to tell people I'm not ready for a relationship, you know, let's just chill, let's vibe. But me chilling or vibing always turns into something else. Knowing I wasn't ready for that. And then you get the worst of me. Hmm. Yeah, that's that communication. That's not so, good. Ooh, girl, it was bad. <laughs> you gotta be on the same page with people. Speaking of being on the same page, it is 9.45 and I'm extremely tired. Okay. I believe this is a great comeback episode. And, you know, I'm sorry I'm old out here. You know, I'm usually in the bed by 9, 10. My eyes are closed by 9, 20. You know, Mona out here, she a night owl. I'm not. I definitely am. And I don't try to be. Oh, mm-mm. I'm not. I'd be having to go to bed, man. Like, uh, I got to wake up at 5. Well, I wake up at 5.30 now. 5.15, 5.30. But that's neither here nor there. Like I was saying, um, this was our comeback episode. And we hope you guys really enjoyed it. And if you follow us on Instagram, which everyone should, then, you know, send us a, a message on maybe a topic that you want to discuss or if you want to be a guest on our um, podcast, just let us know and we can work that out. And uh, yeah, you got anything else you want to say, Mona B? Nope. I mean, that wraps it up. Like we do need more male guests. I feel like we have more male listeners than females. So we want to hear your insight on things. So y'all don't think this is just yeah. a man bashing podcast because I love mm-hmm. men, black men at that. Um but we're always open to new guests yes always and I love men too very much so (laughs) (laughs) in a way you wouldn't understand but anyways so yeah we thank everyone for listening and thank you for what you have done what you will do what you are doing and like always we hope you have a great morning and or night and we are out of here Yeah.